0: Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Seychelle Van Poole.
1: And I'm Wendy Papazan. We've got a small crew today. It's just Seychelle and I. And we're going to just do a, a quick tactical episode on mm-hmm. how to pre-qualify a lead. We're not exactly sure where this came from, but it's sort of ubiquitous uh, in our industry. And uh, I don't know, Seychelle, you thought maybe Claudia uh, came yeah. up with it. Yeah, I think yeah.
0: The, I first heard it from our friend Claudia. She's um, originally from Columbia, too. And so she has the most beautiful way of saying it, too, when she goes through it. So um, if you can hear this in this amazingly beautiful Colombian accent today and imagine us saying it with with that, I feel like it would really enrich your episodes. So listen to it today, thinking about Claudia's beautiful voice as we we talk today.
1: Yes. And a lot of our listeners are in the real estate industry and some of them are not. Uh, So even though this is geared towards pre-qualifying a real estate lead, uh, LT Mama, is our uh, acronym? Um, it's really apropos to any to anybody who's in sales, uh, because of course the most important thing is to pre-qualify your lead for many many reasons. Uh, one of which, uh, if you work with a pre-qualified lead, you're just going to waste a lot of time. So yeah, yeah. So we're just going to quickly run through how to pre-qualify a lead, and again, the acronym is LT Mama.
0: Thank you, Wendy. You know, the first thing you want to think about, especially if you're talking about real estate, is location, which is the L. Um, And when somebody's calling in, right, oftentimes they're calling in about a specific property or a specific area. And so ways in which you can ask that are, um, you know, are you interested, you know, they'll say, oh, I'm interested in a one, two, three main street or, oh, I'm interested in um, like mosquito service in a certain area, right? There's always a location tied to it. So what part of town are you interested in or are you looking to buy in that area? Um, you can also say, you know, well, what do you like about this area if they're looking to purchase um, or what's important to you about living in this area? Is there a commute time, a school that you're interested in? So, you can build probing questions. When we do LT Mama, the most important thing that you're trying to do is not ask yes, no questions. You're really trying to make sure you're asking open ended questions to get the person on the other end of the phone, or um, these days on the other end of a website chat or a text message. You're really trying to drive a conversation and not create a dead end conversation. And so if you just said, oh, are you looking to buy in that area? Wendy would have the opportunity as the person I'm talking to to be like, yes or no. Right. No would be usually the answer. They're looking to get out of the conversation as quick as possible. Instead, if I said, well, what makes you interested in that area? Right. Or which part of town are you looking in? Or what do you like about that area? Or um, can you tell me what's important about living in that area? All of a sudden, I'm opening up the conversation, and I'm not shutting. I'm not giving an opportunity to shut it down with a yes or no answer. So when you're talking about yeah. any part of these LT Mama, try to avoid the yes, no questions and go for open-ended questions to create conversation. So number one, location. 100%. What's the next one, Wendy? I love that.
1: Yeah, so smart. Well, and the other thing you're trying to do is you're trying to build rapport with someone. Mm-hmm. The best way that you can build rapport with someone is you ask them questions. And Mm -hmm. uh, the best example I can give of that is, is imagine, and we've all been there, imagine being at a party and you're sitting next to someone and that someone is just telling you all about themselves. They're just going on and on and droning on and on. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you turn over uh, to your left and you've got another person and they're asking you thoughtful questions about yourself. Um, So what do you do? What do you do for fun? Um, Tell me your story. What, what, what makes you tick? that person, maybe you don't even learn anything actually about them, but they're asking you thoughtful questions. You're going to be a lot more drawn to them than you would this other Mm -hmm. person who's just talking about themselves the whole time. And so, you guys know that it's a basic tenet of sales, uh, but it's just a good reminder. So these are just a, mm-hmm. a lot of series of questions where you're trying to extract information from someone to pre-qualify them. So number one is location. That's the L and LT. The second one, the second, the T and LT is time frame. Uh, this is really important because, again, you're trying to pre-qualify someone so that mm-hmm. you don't waste your time. You don't waste their time either. Uh, Your time is your money in sales. And so some questions you're asking are, what's your timeline, right? When do you want to, when do you want to buy? When do you see yourself unpacking boxes in your new home?
0: I love that. Like you're not, you're not asking like when you're not saying, oh, are you looking to buy soon? That's a yes, no. Right. Instead, I love that you said like, Mm -hmm. what's your timeline, right? When do you Mm -hmm. see yourself unpacking boxes? That's great. I love that. Well, and
1: then what's important to you about that time frame? Mm
0: -hmm. Oh,
1: well, uh, my wife is pregnant and uh, we need to be in our house before the baby comes,
0: which is a very
1: different answer. That's a very
0: real timeline. September.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. What's your time frame? September. Great. What's important to you about that time frame?
0: Right, I love that.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Other questions: Uh, How did you choose that time frame? Mm
0: -hmm. If
1: your dream home went on the market tomorrow, would you be ready to make an offer? Right? Are they Are they ready to go? Are they motivated? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Is there anything keeping you from making an offer on a home tomorrow?
0: I love that because you're also figuring out if there's roadblocks or potential objections or what we talked about in. Uh, previous episode, smokescreens, that you're going to need to overcome Mm -hmm. during the process. And so I love those last two questions because you're uncovering potential things that you might need to help them overcome in order to make them into a more ready, willing, and able uh, client, which is awesome. And some of those things lead into motivation right? If somebody does not have the motivation to make a purchase or a sale, there is honestly very little that you can do um, to make it happen without them being motivated to do so. And helping them uncover that motivation really helps them um, to prioritize the relationship with you and to prioritize why they need to make those decisions. So you really want to understand their why and uncover if there's a pain point. Um, that would either keep them from making a decision or a pain point that your sale would solve. So some of those questions you could ask are, well, what's prompting your home search or what's prompting your home sale? Um, what's causing you to look at homes in this area? Again, I'm not saying, well, are you looking at homes in this area? We're asking, what's causing you to look at homes? Um, you know, what's kept you from moving up to this point? That's a great one. Um, you then find mm-hmm. out if there's a barrier to entry. Um, it could be a jail. credit issue. Yeah, <laughs> literally a barrier, physical <laughs> bars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's a very real barrier. Um, or I have bad credit, or I'm self employed, or I'm a doctor getting my you know practice up and running, or um, you know we have family that lives with us and they need to move out before we can move, right? Like you've got all those things. Um, another great one is, you know, um, how long have you been in the market to buy a home, right? Um, another one that is great too, off of any of these, which is a follow-up question is what's important to you about that? Um, I think that's a great one because it gets into the ultimate motivation, which is where they're coming from and why they want to make that decision. I love that.
1: Well, and like, uh, Keller Williams teaches us to go three deep with our, our conversations and the best place to do that is really on these motivation questions Mm -hmm. So let me give you an example. So for instance, if someone said to me, I want to sell my house, I would say, fantastic. Uh, what's prompting your move? Well, I want to move to Colorado. Oh, that's great. Um, what is it about Colorado that makes you want to go there? Well, my parents are there. Oh, fantastic. Uh, what is it about your parents in Colorado? That's making you want to move so quickly. Well, my dad is not well, and um, my dad uh, isn't probably going to be with me very long. He just got a diagnosis of whatever, and uh, I may only have about another year or two with him, so I really want to move there and make the most of it. So you guys can see, going through deep on that, You know, you know the motivation, I want to move to Colorado is very mm-hmm. different than I want to move to Colorado so that I can be closer to my parents, especially my dad who may not have a lot longer to live. And motivation is something that you can use throughout the, um, any transaction that you're, that you're in to help Mm -hmm. the, you know, your client kind of get back to reality. Uh, Mm -hmm. Sometimes we get stuck in um in our head but really we need to go back to our heart because everybody makes decisions based on their emotions. And mm-hmm. so it might be that you have a seller who's like, "Oh, I'm, you know, the buyer isn't doing what I want them to do. I want to back out." And at that point, you could just bring up their motivation again. You know, listen, when we sat down together um a month ago, you told me that you wanted to sell your house so that you could get closer Uh, to your parents because um, your dad doesn't have a lot longer to live. And I want to make that happen for you. And, you know, that may sound a little manipulative, but whenever I've done that in the past, that client has turned to me and literally thanked me for reminding them Mm -hmm. about why they're doing what they're doing. Because sometimes we just, like I said, we get kind of caught up in the details and in our head about it.
0: Well, and I I love this. And what what I'm hearing, Wendy, is not you using it to manipulate a decision— I think part of our job as a consultant and not a salesperson is to remind people of why we're making decisions and to help them prioritize what is most important. That is why we get paid well. That is why we get paid as business people. And it is not that we're here to manipulate, make decisions for people, or shove them into things they don't want to do. What I heard was you were using care and candor and honesty Mm -hmm. to help them keep their priorities at the forefront of their mind, because sometimes in a stressful situation, we get mired in the weeds. We all do it. And so um, as professionals and as consultants, when you understand someone's motivation, you can help them keep that at the forefront, which then helps them move the needle in the direction that they need to. Yes,
1: I love that. So even though it's number three, it's the LT mama, the first M in mama, it's really the most important one. Honestly, Mm -hmm. you want to find out why somebody's motivated because um, there are people out there who... They check every other box, but if the motivation isn't there, they're just not going to do anything about it. I mean, that's just the reality of that. So, yep. So our A is agent, uh, which is you're trying to discover whether or not they have been working with another agent, because again, your time is your money and you don't want to go down a road with someone when they actually are working Mm -hmm. with someone else. So a great way to ask that question is, have um, have you visited many homes yet?
0: Mm -hmm. And Uh, Wendy, for the record, I've seen a few. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For the record, Wendy, everyone is trained to on a phone call and walking into an open house, walking into anything. Everyone mentally is prepared. If you say, oh, are you working with an agent? Everyone is prepared, whether they are or not, as to say, yes, I am. And so... If you're asking this yes. question in a different way, you can actually uncover if they truly do have representation, which of course we want to respect and honor, or if they're just saying that to make you stop the conversation.
1: Yeah, that's so smart. It's kind of like walking, you know, when you're in a store and you your mission is to buy a pair of black pants and mm-hmm. you walk into the store and the... Uh, you know the the gal, the retail gal, walks up to you and says, "Can I help you with anything?" You're just like, "No, no, <laughs> I'm good, no." <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so that's a great way to say that. Uh, the other thing you can say is, "How many homes have you seen in person so far?" Just another way of mm-hmm. saying that first question. Mm-hmm. Are you doing your own research or is somebody helping you?
0: I love oh, that. Oh yeah,
1: somebody is helping me. Oh, okay, fantastic. Yeah, it's my uncle who's a lawyer. Oh, okay, great. Uh, you can just approach it very bluntly. Are you working with an agent already? Nothing, nothing wrong with that. I actually talked mm-hmm. to somebody this morning who she's in a little bit of a quandary because her fiance uh, has a relationship with a realtor. And mm. um, so she's trying to navigate um, her about to be husband and his like for this person and her wanting to do something different and have, have, have somebody stronger with them. And so she's trying to figure out whether or not they have representation. Um,
0: and so anyway, it's an exciting um, first marital business decision.
1: Yeah, I know. I I said, I feel for you. I I said, I I get the, I get the fence that you're walking right now. So Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I'm glad you can and then you can respond. I'm glad you've connected with a professional already. What's their name? I wonder if I know them. Um, Have you signed an exclusive buyer representation agreement with John? Mm -hmm. If the answer is no, then you can go ahead and set the appointment.
0: Yeah, I love that. And, you know, it is, like Wendy said early on in this one, it is about honoring a relationship if they already have a loyalty and an agreement with someone. We are not in the business of trying to snake deals. There's enough business out there for everybody. And um, oftentimes that's a potential objection or a smoke screen that someone throws up and saying they have representation because they're trying to shut down the conversation. So if you can get into rapport and relationship, there's an opportunity there to build um, a client and hopefully a client for life for you. The next one is after we figure out if they um, have—thank you. um, After representation, the next one we want to figure out is, how are you physically going to pay for this property? Um, Like, how are you actually going to buy this piece of real estate? Or if you're not in real estate, right? how are they going to buy your product? Um, And so a couple questions you could ask before is like, well— have you uh, purchased or sold real estate before? And how long ago was it if they did? Because you're trying to understand, like, have they not purchased or sold real estate in 30 years? Is this their first property? Um, do they have a home to sell? Right. Would this be a cash purchase for you or will you need a mortgage or financing? I love that one um, because That's it gets straight to one. the heart of, it's honestly yeah. my favorite one. I don't know but um, you. Is giving, that the one you use mostly? I do use that one the most. Yeah. yeah. Um, you yeah. know, are, are you paying cash or are you going to need financing or a loan for this? It doesn't give them any option to get out of the question. It's an either, or there's usually two ways, you know, unless we had a friend the other well, day that was talking li- about like a bag of, you know, a duffel bag of cash. They were trying to figure out how to source, but, um, usually it's going to be either <laughs> cash or, <laughs> or a mortgage. Wait, so it's a you really easy you had way. A
1: friend? Did you just say you had a friend who was trying to source a duffel bag of cash?
0: you and I both do um, it was in one of our uh, real estate groups this last what? week they yeah they have a buyer that's trying to purchase a property but she can't deposit the money in a bank it's um it's I'm sure it's from one of these states that um you make money with legal certain ways, but the money can't be FDIC insured, so it can't be put into a bank account. So she has literally oh, a duffel bag of cash that she's trying to figure out how to show as proof of funds. So we were talking about, like, could you roll in it and, like, show, like, or, like, throw it in the air and, like, the weight of it shows the dollar amount? Like, what are the different ways you could show oh, proof of funds?
1: Oh, well, I had that happen to me, too, where somebody, I asked for a proof of funds and they texted over a picture of... Yeah. Some cash.
0: Yeah. I'm like, thank you. Please don't it's send ridiculous. that picture to anyone else. Like, cause they're gonna come <laughs> and steal it from you. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah. you know, are you paying cash or are you getting a loan? That by far, if you take no other question from the like financing period, that's like the best one. Um, do you have a lender you've worked with in the past that you really love? is a great one. If no, right, it's awesome. We've got some fantastic people that we work with um, that have a great reputation and a great track record. We'd love to send them to you. What's the best way to get them over to you? Text or email. Again, you're giving them either or. You don't have a way out of it. Um, and then uh, from there, you can follow up. And that's a great connection. If you have a great um, relationship with somebody ah. in the mortgage industry, you can connect them really well and get that going. And they can help backsell you that. as far as how awesome you are.
1: Love that. So we get to the last A in mama here. Remember we're LT mama. And honestly, guys, this is something that you should write down on a, on a, on a, a little sticky note and put it on your computer. If you're making a lot of these calls. if you're making a lot of conversion calls so that you remember location, check, timing, check. And sometimes people, uh, swap the T for the P or they add a P, which is price. Um, so you also want to find out what people's price point is, but the last one, and arguably the most important one, and probably the one that people miss the most actually is appointment, right? So you want to be able to switch from asking questions to nailing them down to when you're going to talk to them next. And every single appointment that you have with a client should end with an appointment to see them again. That's how you move the transaction forward. And yes. I think sometimes we just forget that we like we mm-hmm. leave it up to them, or we 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 think we'll follow up later. But that's your job after every appointment is to follow up for the next appointment. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, questions to ask for the appointment are, um, you know, basically you got to have some kind of transition. Okay, great. Well, it sounds like. Uh you could use the help of a, a good buyer's agent or a seller's agent. I'd like to, I'd like to be that person for you. Uh, and so we should meet. Are weekdays or weekends typically better for you? So again, we're not giving that. them a yes or no. Right? We're not saying is tomorrow at five good for you. No, you're saying Mm-mm. are weekends or weekdays better for you? You're you're getting them to say yes. Okay, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Sounds like weekends are better for you. Uh, what mornings or evenings? Which one, you know, which ones typically mm-hmm. work better for your family? Mm-hmm. Uh, typically the morning. Great. So would 10 a.m. on Saturday work for you? Because I'm looking at my calendar and that's wide open. I love that. Great. Fantastic. And then you also want to make sure uh, you're asking is there anyone else who's going to be purchasing the home with you? Because you want all the Decision makers Um, there. Yeah. Decision makers. Yeah. You want all the decision makers Mm -hmm. to be there. Um, so it sounds like 10 a.m. is good for you. Is it going to be good for your partner? Um, you know, and if it's, if it's good for them, are we good to go for 10 a.m. on Saturday? Great. Fantastic. I'm going to follow up with a calendar invite and some information about us and we'll see you at 10 a.m. on Saturday morning.
0: That's awesome. The other um, one that I love for, you have such a great comment, Wendy, of every time you end the conversation, there should be a plan for how you're going to connect with them next. One of the phrases we use all the time that I love is like, well, here's what's going to happen next. Or here's what I recommend we do next. And just go ahead and like end. I work to end every phone conversation, every email and text if there's a client and how we move that needle forward. Um, And so they always know there's a next step. Um, or the next game plans already set out for them so they don't have to think or be left wandering and that's been um, just something we've used for a really long time that's really helpful because it, it leaves the ball always in the next court as far as the next action step to move it forward love that I love that yeah.
1: well today's been a great episode guys uh, kind of a shorty episode but um, just really good reminder on how to pre-qualify a lead so if you can use uh, Claudia you um, Her acronym, which is L T Mama, and think about as you're talking and pre-qualifying your leads. Think about location, think about time frame, think about motivation. You want to go three deep there. Do they have an agent? Are they pre-qualified? If not, you need to make that happen for them, and then set the appointment. And honestly, guys, if you can do this before ever meeting with a client, you will save yourself so much time so much time and hassle yes yes which will give you more time to go out and not only uh, build a big business but an even bigger life so thank you guys for joining us today bye love it
0: bye